Hello, everybody. Welcome to Game Time Sports. I'm your host today, Lance Dyer. Unfortunately, we won't have our host, Travis Frazier, with us. Not able to make the show, but don't worry, guys. We're still going to have a great show. Um, today is Tuesday, October 13th. Um, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the news. We got some good news, actually, that's popped up recently during the day today. Studs and duds up to Monday because we're doing the show on Tuesday. And, of course, we got to get you ready for week six. I can't believe we're at week six. Man, it's been an insane five weeks already of football, but we're at week six, and I'm going to get you ready with the waivers, who to pick up. We're going to do a little bit of streamers today. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode, guys. There's a lot of news to cover. We'll get right into it. Let's get right into the news that I was talking about that is actually huge. Um, it's not huge, but it can be huge if it does go down. Right now, um, the Jets, New York Jets, are trying to get rid of, uh, trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. He's reported to uh, have roughly $6 million in remaining remaining salary this year. Um, the trade deadline is three weeks from now. I think what's insane about this information is every year since Adam Gates has been on the Jets, he's been trying to trade Le'Veon Bell for the past couple of years. Uh, he's been trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. If it wasn't trade deadline last year, they tried on the offseason. Then they said, I think they've been trying to move Le'Veon Bell. No team wants Le'Veon Bell from what I can see because they have been trying. There's no way they haven't been trying because um, they tried trading Le'Veon Bell and um, Jamal Adams last season. No one bit, but they were eventually able to move on from Jamal Adams. They really want to move on from Le'Veon Bell. Uh, it's not a good fit, but I honestly, like, I just don't see Le'Veon Bell moving. Uh, for fantasy purposes, what I'm going to explain right now for dynasty, for anyone that does dynasty from the beginning, I was, I was never huge on Le'Veon Bell based on what I can see and what I can tell from what, how it's going to end at the end of the year. If Le'Veon Bell does not get traded, he will be cut from the team. He will be released because the dead money compared to having him on the team is actually better to just release him. They'll save more money that way. So don't be surprised if he doesn't get traded and he's still there and he gets released. Um, but you never know. There's three weeks away, trade deadline. We, we're seeing this season is insane. We're seeing the amount of injuries. Things like this can, things in three weeks, anything can happen. If someone major gets injured on a team that's contending, that's a running back, you never know. They might just trade for Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell still has the juice in him to be a running back in this league. We've seen him be a top running back. We know with the Jets and Adam Gates, it's just not a good situation. So you, we're three weeks away. So as a Le'Veon Bell holder, you just hold and just see what's going to happen. Don't react to this news. Don't drop him. Just hold him because you never know what happened. You never know. Someone can get injured and that team trades for Le'Veon Bell and you get a, a stud. Or he doesn't get traded and you're stuck in the same situation. Or he does get traded to a team and he goes into committee. So there's a lot of variables that can happen. But really, there's no value in Le'Veon Bell to trade him. So I would hold him. Um, that's the best thing I'll say. We'll get into some other news, some injury news. Um, another big news um, covered yesterday, um, we, if you were looking. Dalvin Cook had a MRI yesterday, abductor strain. They expect him not to play. I was never expecting him to play. They will buy next week, week seven. 
So I expect him to use this rest. We've seen um, Madison come in, Alexander Madison come in. After Dalvin Cook, that game was having a huge game, a monster game. I thought he was on his way to have a great monster game. They couldn't stop him. He, they were just running it. Then he gets injured. And this, you know, it sucks. But we've seen Madison come in and still put up 100 yards on these guys. So, uh, yeah, it is the Seattle Seahawks. They're not a great defense. But Madison is a good backup running back. He's one of those running backs that if you, um, that's a guy you would stash. That's a handcuff to Dalvin Cook if you have a Dalvin Cook owner. If you don't, someone else has him. I wouldn't personally try to go get him. Not right now. There's no point because now you're going to be training for high value. There's no point. Um, I would just try to go on the waivers and grab some guys I'm going to be going through today. But I'm going to say it for now. You're going to start up um, Madison next week. Um, next news, um, Keenan Allen with the back injury in last night's game. He had some back spasms, um, took him out the game. He was looking good last night, actually, to be honest, um, before he got injured. Um, so that's someone you need to monitor for now to make sure he's okay back in lineup. But the big news over the weekend, I can't forget about that, is Dak Prescott. With the ankle, sad to see him, man. He was on the pace to have a huge year. It could have been historic. The the way Dak was playing, the numbers he was putting up, it could have been historic. Um, sad to see him go down with the ankle and prayers up to Dak Prescott. I hope a speedy recovery. I hope you can come back. And I believe this is the ankle. It's a broken ankle. Uh, he got surgery the same night. Uh, it's not. A, I don't think this is a season uh, career-altering injury. Ankle breaking your ankle takes four to six months recovery. He goes to the rehab. He's a quarterback. Doesn't need to run so much. Um, I think by the time he the season starts, he can be ready. I hope Jerry Jones does still pay him. It is a league. I know it is business. Uh, it just sucks to see he was betting on himself and sad to see that happen while he was on his franchise tag. I hope Jerry Jones goes pick him up, but it all depends on how this Dallas season goes because they fall into a spot where they can go get a quarterback. I, I wouldn't be surprised. They really need some defense. Their defense is horrific, but you never know what can happen. Another news, kind of good news, um, all the Chris Godwin owners. Um, Chris Godwin with the hamstring. Was able to do um, running on the side today at Buccaneers practice. That's a good sign. He might be ready. I don't think he might be ready for upcoming week, but I think he'll be ready by the next week seven. He should be back. Um, AJ Brown. Good news for AJ Brown. That extra rest, the extra week of rest. I don't think he might have played last week, but I think that extra week of rest plus the games on Tuesday, extended rest with the knee with the bone bruise. Looks like he's going to be suiting up for tonight. That's some good news for the uh, AJ Brown owners like myself. It's Tuesday. You kind of need to now. <laughs> this is this year is crazy because if you guys think about it, usually, well, pretty much, it's always Monday and then Tuesday. You're getting ready for next week, but now you're still on week five. We're still trying to get, finish week five. Some of us are hanging on, waiting for the Bills and Titans to finish the game. Like myself, I'm hanging on right now in Dynasty. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, should be a good game. But let's you know let's get right into it, guys. 
that's it with the news. Um, that's a good thing. Not that much news, not that many in- injuries. Let's get right into the studs. Let's get right into the duds. That's why we're here. Um, let's get right into it. One of my favorite studs at quarterback this week. I didn't expect him to have a big week. And he should. Hey, I expect the whole team. Like, we, if you listen to our episode last episode, we said to sit some of these guys because we didn't expect them to be good, but they were good. I'm talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was a quarterback, too, on the week. Finished with 27 6. 27.6 fantasy points. That's in four point touchdown format. Uh, half point PPR. He's not catching footballs, though. But against the 49ers, this game was over from the, it started. If you guys know, I'm a huge Niners fan. And it just hurt me to see the Niners get destroyed. Like they they had no chance from the game tipped off. It was just it was a rough game for the Niners. Um I hope they can recoup. Um uh, but we'll see. Uh next uh, that quarterback that hey, I hey, he has a bright future. It's he's balling, man. I I'm I can't wow. Justin Herbert, quarterback of the Chargers. Man, he looked good last night. He looked really good last night. Threw four touchdowns. That man looked like he couldn't be stopped. 26.4 fantasy points on the week. He was just a beast last night. Couldn't be stopped. Four touchdowns, 264 yards. This guy was he was phenomenal. Um, he's a real deal. Uh, you have to go pick. If you, if you can, this is a guy I would be looking at to pick up. He just looks great, man. I, I love Justin Herbert right now. He's the, the, the offense of the Chargers. When Tyrod Taylor to Justin Herbert, it's, it's a complete night and day. Like, you see it. Like, he is willing to throw the 50-50 ball. He's willing to get let his receivers be what they are athletes um he's looking for the guys he's he's the touchdowns are going everywhere he got one to hunter uh, henry one went to keenan allen one went to mike williams it's just it's going everywhere justin herbert is sharing the ball he's that's that's the type of quarterback i like just a guy that just and the passes he's doing man they're just on the dime they look good you know what he wears number 10 his new nickname, nickname for me I'm going to start calling him Jay Dimes because it's all he does. He just throws dimes. I seen that one on the run, that touch. He's just throwing dimes, guys. He is throwing dimes. All right, guys, let's move on to the running back. Um, running back stud. Christian McCaffrey's out, but they haven't lost a beat, man. Like, he's Christian McCaffrey right now, a level of playing. I'm not saying he's a talented Christian McCaffrey, but I'm saying the numbers that this that Mike Davis running back of the of the uh Carolina Panthers is putting up. You think he's like you would if I cover if I didn't show you the names and said and you don't know football and you looked at well you know football and you didn't know that Christian McCaffrey is out and you I put the numbers you'd be like, "Oh, he's having Christian McCaffrey's having a great year." And I'm like, "No, it's Mike Davis." That's how the num- that's how the transition from Mike Davis and CMC has been so flawless and smooth that you didn't even you don't even notice the difference from that production. Mike Davis was RB one on the week, twenty five point four fantasy points. He's doing it all. He's rushing the ball. He's catching the ball. He's he just looks good, man. I, I he's a bigger back 
they, they don't want to tackle this guy. Like when they try to tackle him, he's just breaking tackles. He's he's his, his consistent numbers, consistent numbers, sixteen rushing attempts, eighty nine yards, uh, nine receptions, sixty yards, and a touchdown. Like <laughs> that's like Christian McCaffrey, man. Like it's it's insane. Like it's sad that once Christian McCaffrey comes back. Mike Davis might go back, and we won't hear for, from him for the rest of the year. But this guy has been balling. You know, he's just been balling. He's been looking good. Um, another stud. That was the RB1 of the week, guys, if I didn't say it. Uh, another stud that you guys wouldn't even know. He's been playing well as well. Todd Gurley, 23 fantasy points. RB3 on the week. Just looking good. Let us write him off. We didn't expect him to be this good. But he he's showing us he's still Todd Gurley, uh, fourteen rushing attempts, hundred and twenty one yards, four receptions, twenty nine yards. Didn't even need a touchdown to be great. Todd Gurley, have a day, sir. Have a day. You've been playing good. Um, another one. I said it. You don't want to play him, but you're gonna have to. And of course you've played him. Who didn't? Who wouldn't play him? Talking about Miles Sanders, running back of Philadelphia Eagles. He had that huge 74-yard rush. Uh, saved his day, to be honest, because really after that, he didn't do much. He had 80 yards, uh, two touchdowns. I'm not going to say he didn't do too much, but I'm saying uh, on the floor rushing. That huge run did save the day. Thank you, Miles Sanders. I started you and I played you. And you, you came through with that big rush touch. 80 yards, like I was saying, uh, two receptions, 19 yards uh, in the air, and two touchdowns. Uh, got it done for us. That is, uh, that's what you need. Thank you, Miles Sanders, for saving our day. And my fault, guys. Todd Gurley did have a rush touch. All right, let's move on to the wide receivers. All right, guys. So he was a stud. I don't think any of you guys expected him, and if you played him, you, you you should have won your week, to be honest. He was a monster. Guys, if you're just wondering, let's, let's, I just want to go through one thing before we go in. It kind of relates to this. Uh, the reason why we didn't we didn't have a Monday show is because uh, it's Thanksgiving. Like I said, we're Canadian. So all my Canadian listeners, happy belated Thanksgiving. Uh, but it was Thanksgiving for us. And we did get a Thanksgiving gift on the Sunday for us. Uh, our own Maple Tron, that's what he calls himself. Thank you. Uh, he's a, he's a from, from the north, back home, street to heart. I'm talking about Chase Claypool, the rookie wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This guy was balling. Oh, they couldn't stop. They, they couldn't stop him. They couldn't stop. They couldn't stop him. They had no business guarding this guy. They, had, they couldn't stop him. Chase Claypool, seven receptions, 120 yards. He had four touchdowns, four touchdowns. They couldn't stop him. He was a beast. He looks elite. Like, this guy looks elite. Like, they had him on the outside. He was, he was eating uh, corners, in, inside corners. It's like, like, you can't stop... Chase Claypool. Um, I like him. 
I do believe he he's talented. He can emerge into something great. Pittsburgh Steelers is uh, known for that. Um, to making great running back quarterback, sorry, wide receivers. So well, I named all the positions except the right one. Um, so look up for Chase Claypool. Um, stud man, this is a stud week. Um, another guy that we weren't we wouldn't expect to, to show up, but he did. Uh, like I said, Chase Claypool. If I forget, RB one in the week. Let's talk about the RB two. Uh, he's probably on no one's team, nobody's team. And you would have never started him because you were never expecting for what this guy was going to do. Uh, Travis Fulgham, uh, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, if I forgot, Chase Claypool put up 39.1 fantasy points, man. <laughs> As I said, if you played him, you pretty much won your week. But let me get back to um, Travis Fulgham. Sorry about that, Travis Fulgham. But 26.2 fantasy points on the week. That was your wide receiver, too. Have a day. Played great. Couldn't be stopped against that Steelers defense, man. That de- defense is stout. But he was bullying these guys. Uh, 10 receptions, 13 targets, 152 yards, and a touchdown. Just looking a beast out there. And, hey, welcome back. It's I haven't seen you in a while. A while. Our RB3 on the week. Our, sorry, why do I keep on talking about running backs? Sorry, guys. Our wide receiver on the week. Our wide receiver three. Brandon Cooks. I didn't know you still played football. <laughs> Just joking. But, yeah, he, it's been a while. Past couple weeks, he hasn't been doing anything. Um, but, hey, Sean Watson found him this week. Eight, 12 targets, eight receptions, 161 yards, and a touchdown. Looking great. Looking stout. Good to see you, Brandon Cooks. Always always putting up numbers. And that's it for our studs at the wide receiver. Let's go to our tight ends. It's obvious who the tight ends are. Travis Kelsey, always doing Travis Kelsey things. Why we, We're never surprised by this guy. This guy is tight end one every year. Every every year you be speaking. Until he retires or he starts to slow down. But it's, it's going to be probably four years running, five years running, where he's going to just be the tight end, tight end one for fantasy football. Uh, 12 targets, 8 receptions, 108, and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, they did loss, but he looked good. Mark Andrews, you know, always doing the same thing. Um, 9 targets, 6 receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Made him tight end, too. That's a good thing with your tight ends, and that's what you expect. Like, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. George Kittle didn't have a great week, but the whole 49ers didn't have a great week. But just speaking, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, what makes them great is... They don't need to have the touchdown. These guys are able to run for 100 yards, 110 yards. They're able to have those type of games and not have a touchdown. That's what keeps them in the upper echelon. Um, but more like a Mark Andrews and what you commonly see from a, a tight end um, is usually around a good tight end would be around two reception, three reception, 40 to 50 yards. And then what makes him a, a great tight end on the week is that touchdown. Or if he gets a multi-touchdown, you know, so... Titans are very touchdown dependent. That's what I'm tr- trying to explain here. Um, another guy that I like, he was tight end three on the week. Darren Waller, seven targets, five recession, 48 yards, and a touchdown. But Darren Waller is one of those guys, like, he can put himself into that that tier with Travis Kelsey and George Kittle because he can he can get receptions and run the ball. He's actually fast. He's a great tight end, but, you know, um, he's not consi- super consistent with the, with the big numbers. 
so, you know, that's some guy you have to... That's a, Darren Wallace, he's a great tight end. He had a good week. Congrats to the Raiders. They won their game. I wasn't expecting that, but they pulled it out somehow. Um, great to see. Let's talk about some guys that didn't show up for you guys. Uh, Matt Ryan. Oh, you're not expecting Matt Ryan not to show up. Matt Ryan, 6.9. 6.9. Oh, what do we do with Matt Ryan? Some days he has great weeks. Some days he doesn't. Uh, it's rough for Matt Ryan. It's been rough for the Falcons. Fire Dan Quinn. Uh, it's just rough. Uh, Joe Burrow had a rough week. You shouldn't have played him anyways. It's Baltimore Ravens. You don't play. Uh, Phil Rivers had a rough week. 7.6. Daniel Jones has, has been rough. Uh, Jimmy G. Oh, God. Guys, I, I felt the wrath of Jimmy G. I played Jimmy G. I don't know why I did that. And I got .8 fantasy points. It was rough. Right now, I'm on the merge of losing my week because of Jimmy G. Your fault, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm just joking. But uh, should have played... Uh, Baker Mayfield, that's who I had, and I didn't didn't trust it, and I didn't play him, and I got burned. Um, another, another, so the duds for the running back. Jerick McKinnon, 1.5, didn't do nothing. That was rough. Um, Malcolm Brown, didn't do nothing. Our, everyone's waiver that you should have known was going to do, that you're taking a shot on risking, didn't do much was uh, Darius Johnson, Eight rush attempts, 32 yards. Uh, I still hold on to that just in case. Last night, Joshua Kelly didn't do much. Mark Ingram, it's been a trend. It's been a trend. It's getting scary. Uh, he hasn't been great. He's an RB39 overall this year. And he's, it's the backfield of the, of the Ravens. It's been, it's been tough, man, because you, first you don't know who to play. And and Mark Ingram was just not looking as he did last year. Um, <clears throat> we're all waiting for the the transition over to J.K. Dobbins. We're all waiting for that day. I don't know what's coming. Soon though, should be coming soon. But right now they've just been really just been doing this committee that's kind of a uh, rough for fantasy and it's not really helping you out. Uh, Le'Veon Bell not a good. Guy that's getting on the block right now just just hasn't been good. But we, it's a lot of variables. We can say it's the Jets. We don't know. We know it's the Jets. Right? <laughs> I'm not gonna play. It is the Jets. But yeah, man, just it's a guy you drafted in the second, third round, not helping you well. Clyde edwards alaire he's been he's been okay. He hasn't been. That guy, a lot of us were, a lot of people on the hype train and drafted him first round. If you're one of the people that got him in the third, fourth round and he's not your main running back and he's like your third tier and he's your third guy like in your flex, that you're, you're okay. That's okay because he's 10 points and you, you never know. You can always have that big game. But if you draft him as your first round and he's your first round running back, you're not, it's not as good for you because you're really looking for those Dalvin Cook numbers, those Aaron Jones numbers, those like... Alvin Kamara numbers, like someone in the upper echelon that gives you consistent 15 to 20 points a game where that is the lean. That's who carrying your team 
most carry, that's going to be consistently helping your team out. Um, but Clyde hasn't been doing that. But I'm not. I'm not off the. I'm not saying I'm off the wagon. I'm, I was well. I'm never. I was never a huge hype on him. But I'm, I'm going to tell people that's on the wagon not to to give up yet. This guy's talented. It's the Chiefs' offense. This happens. It goes. The ball goes everywhere. Um, let's go into a little more duds. Uh, T. Higgins didn't do much. Should have known that though. Going against Baltimore. Tyler Boyd didn't do much going against Baltimore. Justin Jefferson had a quiet day. Um, no one was expecting that because, you know, Justin Jefferson. Debo Samuels, eight targets but had a quiet day, 3.2 fantasy points. Um, Keenan Allen was going to have a great day. Got injured, so we're not going to hold that against him. Uh, Sammy Watkins got injured. I'm not going to hold that against him. Michael Gallup's been rough for the owners of Michael Gallup. Uh, just, I don't know what to say about Michael Gallup right now, especially with the change at quarterback with Andy Dalton. I would just say this, because I'm on there already, that everyone like Amari Cooper and all those guys expect a little bit of a downgrade on their production because now we have Andy Dalton in. Um, Expect to, uh, if you own Le'Veon, not sorry, if you own Ezekiel Elliott, expect a bump in production. I expect them to now have to run the ball, but still expect them to, to have to pass because this team, this defense, let's be real honest, probably top three worst defense in the league, puts up numbers. Um, they're going to try to lean on the run as much, try to run, lean on the run more, but the issue is that their defense is not great, so they're going to need to pass the ball. So still expect passing production. But it might not be as good as you want it to be, like you're you're seeing with Dak Prescott. Um, let's go into the duds of the tight end. He hasn't showed up probably only once this year. Actually, no, he showed up a few times. He's okay. Zach Ertz, you didn't you didn't draft him to be where he is right now, tight end fifteen a half point PPR. Um, 1.1. You would expect him to have a bigger game than that. <clears throat> didn't help. Dalton Schultz didn't do much. Um, Hayden Hurst didn't do much. 1.8 fantasy points. It's been... Uh, it's weird because you would expect a guy like Hayden Hurst to get more touches since um, we don't have Julio Jones out there. But... Clearly, when Julian Jones is not out there, something happens to the mental of Matt Ryan. He just can he just can't get it going without Julio Jones. He needs to have Julio Jones out there to make this offense move. Think still had a great game. Calvin really had a good game, but not not as good as when Julio Jones is out there. Another dud, but it was just a dud all around for that team. George Kittle, six point four fantasy points. Uh, not what you drafted for. You want the big games from George Kittle. But uh, it's been a rough week. <laughs> I mean, clearly you guys can tell I'm just hurt from the 49ers. <laughs> it's all right. Um, let's look into We can go quickly into, uh, you know what? Let's get into the good stuff now. 
All right, that's it with the for the duds. Let's not bring you guys down. Let's get let's get get you some information. Let's go into what we're all here for. It's Tuesday. Usually Tuesday's a break, but we got some football on. But we're gonna first start with the waiver wires. Um, let's get right into it. Um, first waiver pickup I'm looking at. I think it's time to think about it because it's uh. Chase Edmonds, running back for Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what's going on with Kenyon Drake. I've been saying this. Can't can't trade him, can't drop him. But what you can do is pick up Chase Edmonds as the handcuff, just in case Chase Edmonds becomes what Kenyon Drake should be. Um, that will help you. Um, you might have should have done this last week. It might be tough to get him right now. But if he's in your waivers, you go pick him up because he still he he, he looks good. Something has to be. I, I honestly think there's a. He was in the walking boot, boot beginning of the season. Maybe it was something wrong with the foot. He doesn't look as fast. Um, but we'll see. But to be honest, um, number one waiver pickup, I would say, is not, not Chase Edmonds. Um, if you're trying to win a week um, <clears throat> for this week, you got to go get Alexander Madison, running back of Minnesota Vikings. If Dalvin Cook is down. Alexander Madison is a is a great RB. Uh, he's not Dalvin Cook, all right, because that's why they paid. If if Madison was Dalvin Cook or close to Dalvin Cook, I don't think they would have paid Dalvin Cook. Let's be honest. Um, Dalvin Cook's their guy. When Dalvin Cook's there, they run the ball like crazy. Um, you clearly you can tell from last night and all the other weeks they want to run Dalvin Cook, but he did get injured. It's a short injury. Should be back after the bye. Um, so all the diamond corners, like owners like myself, I'm not to worry. Um, if Madison's there, go pick him up. If not, um, see if you can, let's hope you have another person you can, uh, pivot to. If you're like me, I was already getting prepared for the week seven buy. So I already had my guys that I was ready to pivot to for next week. The only difference is I'm going to bring him in this week. Like myself, I'm lucky. I don't have Madison, but I have Mike Davis. I don't think CMC is going to be ready for this week, so I get one more week out of Mike Davis. Um, if Mike Davis keeps on putting out these big numbers, I'll be fine without that production. Um, but let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you guys. Um, another person I'm picking up, I'm stashing him. I'm not, I probably won't play him. I don't like to chase the points. I won't play him. But I, th- I think you should pick him up, guys. Um, if not, I think you should pick him up. Chase Claypool, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh Deontay Johnson was injured. He was out. Chase Claypool did his thing. I would pick up Chase Claypool. I'll hold him. I won't play him. I won't start him. Guys, what I can recommend is never to chase the points. Give it a week. You see this happen one week? Wait till the next week. See, check. The biggest thing in fantasy football that I always say is don't overreact. It's, I think that's the hugest thing in anything. Person has a really bad game, don't overreact. Person has a really good game, don't overreact. Uh, don't chase the points. Just just pay attention. Pay attention. Look at the numbers. Look what's happening. Uh, Chase Claypool had some great numbers, but I'm going to wait to see another week. Let me see his targets. Let me see his snap percentage. Things that, Those things are key. You don't want to throw this guy in your lineup, and he has a dud, and you're, you're, it hurts a week. Look for consistency. And if I can give any advice, my biggest advice, just don't overreact for anything in fantasy football. Just stay focused. 
and just pay attention, and that's what's going to win you win you weeks and win you a championship. It's not overreacting, not trying to trade a guy right away, things like that. But let's get back to the waiver show. Um, another guy I'd be looking at, um, he didn't have a great week, but you got to pick him up. I like him. T. Higgins, another rookie. These Honestly, these rookies, man, they, they've been balling out. They've been looking good. Uh, another person I'm looking at, you got to pick up. He's probably senior waivers. I've streamed him a few times. But he's 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 a quarterback six on the year. Um, you got to go get yourself Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, he's looking good. QB six in a week on the year. Been playing really good. Um, he's looking like he can play him right now. He's been playing pretty much every week. You can play him. You don't see no problems with him. Um, as well, another pickup you can like. I I like Justin Herbert. I would go pick up Justin Herbert. Um. Yeah, and that's what I would say for waivers. Um, some of these guys might be picked up. Oh yeah, why am I forgetting? Travis Fulgham. That's my fault, guys. Forgot. I just looked at my list here. Travis Fulgham. Pick him up. I kind of treat him like Chase Claypool. But you can, if you want to take the shot, you can take the shot. Just in, just because you know, if your team is depleted and you're hurt. You can take a shot with any of these guys, but I like to play the game and just play it safe. If you need a pick up to play, I would play Travis Fulgham. I think that the Eagles need a wide receiver to throw to. Some of the balls will go somewhere. So it looks like Travis Fulgham's looking like the guy right now. Um so Travis Fulgham, pick him up if you can. Let's move into uh the streamers here, guys. Who are we starting this week? I'm going to do a quick stream because I'll be saving most of the streams for later this week with Travis, but I'll do a, give you a, a quick stream. I like to stream Kirk Cousins this week. He's playing against Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons secondary has been horrific. They haven't been good, and I would stream Kirk Cousins this week. Another person I would stream... I'll take a shot. Um, Russell Gage versus Minnesota. Um, Minnesota's been not. It's been okay. They're still, yesterday, like like when they played the Seahawks primetime, Minnesota started looking good. They were getting to uh, Russell Wilson, but they still couldn't stop DK Metcalf. Um, they pretty much held them down a lot because they're getting to Russell Wilson, but. I'll take a shot. Atlanta Falcons, I think they, they're going to bounce back. At this point right now, I don't think anyone's paying attention, but they're saying, everyone's saying, oh, Jets can tank for Trevor Lawrence. It's another team that can actually tank for Trevor Lawrence that I don't think anyone's really paying attention to is the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons already came out. I'm going to let you guys know this quick news. Should have said this in the news portion, but Atlanta Falcons already just came out and said they have no plans. They They're not promising no one's future right now this is including matt reiner no player on the team's future is guaranteed here they basically came out and said that so if they keep losing games they're in the they are in the race for a new quarterback they can go they're in the race for trevor lawrence they can go get justin fields like there's like they can be in the race for a quarterback and i wouldn't be surprised they'd move on and rebuild the team because we've seen this team for so long Julio and Matt Ryan, they 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 went to Super Bowl one year. They always been good, but 
sometimes these guys are getting older. Julio's getting older. Uh, Matt Ryan's getting up there in age. You're zero and five. Just, just same old right now. And it's two seasons in a row, you haven't made the playoffs and you haven't looked good and losing games. So don't be surprised if they move on. But this week coming up, Russell Gage should be good. They should. They need to get the ball going to other people. I expect. I thought Russell Gage was going to be getting some picks, pickups right now, like getting some yards. But I don't know what's going on, Matt Ryan. But I think this next week coming up, flu a new slate on the table. No Dan Quinn. They're playing with no coach. I think they'll get be able to get this ball aired out and start fresh. Um, tight end stream on the week for me. Cleveland Browns, Eric Ebron, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds like it can happen. Cleveland Browns defense is not good against the tight end. They're just, they're just not good against the tight end. They're just one of the worst teams. Again. I don't know why. They're just not great against the tight end. And they can have a week. Yeah, so start with Eric Ebron with confidence. All right, let's move on, guys, to the last segment of the day. Let's get into the fun part, the juicy part. We have football on today, guys. Um, it's crazy. I don't know last time we had Tuesday football. It's been a long time. But, hey, there is Tuesday football. Um, let's get into the matchups. This is week winning right here. This is what's left on the board. It is Josh Allen versus Matt. Sorry, did I say Matt? Ryan Tannehill. Bills versus Titans. Let's get into it. Spread right now is 3.5. Bills to win this game. 52 over and under. Opened at 53, but currently at 52. So they're expecting a good, good amount of points. Let's talk about who you can play today. Um, it's Tuesday, so I know a lot of guys probably... If, you're, if you hanged on, because I know it's, it would be hard to hold on... To, because you don't know if this game was guaranteed to happen. But if you if you did and your spot is open, you're, you're starting Josh Allen for sure. Um, it's just been phenomenal. Josh Allen's been great for the year. Um, Ryan Tannehill you can play, but I think a lot of people would have played someone else instead of Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, you're playing Derrick Henry. Obviously, uh, you're playing Stephon Diggs. John Brown knee. We're still waiting to see if he's going to play. Um, that's that something we don't know yet. But possibly, I wouldn't be playing him because uh, if he's if it's a knee issue, he's probably going to be a decoy. He's probably not going to be very involved, and I wouldn't want to take a risk on that. That's if you didn't wait till Tuesday. You probably did play someone else, but if you didn't, you're going to have to play him. So it's kind of hard to say. John Smith. I'm playing him. I have him. I I waited all week till Tuesday to play Big Johnu. I expect a good week from him. Um, AJ Brown's back. AJ Brown's back, and AJ Brown is back. Let's hope where you we drafted him that he can pick up and start giving us the the production we we deserve. Because the first time he played the first week, he wasn't that great. Corey Davis was the guy. Great thing, guys. I'm gonna tell you right now. Corey Davis ain't playing tonight, so. Guess who's the guy? A.J. Brown. So let's hope that he's fully healthy and good to go. Hope that extended rest uh, gave him a chance to uh, recover. In his running back of the Bills, 
Uh, we're still trying to figure out who to play, but kind of looks like you'd play Devin Singletary. But it's Tuesday, so I don't know if you guys have the space. I know a lot of us wouldn't have waited unless you really were in a pinch. And I'd be playing. There's some owners that have Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, but I'm playing Devin Singletary. Um, obviously this this week, Titans defense is a solid defense. Bills defense is a solid defense. I expect this is going to be a gritty gritty game. This will be a gritty game. Um, but at the same time, they they expect a lot of fantasy points coming out of this game. Um, I think the fantasy points will be coming from Josh Allen. Uh, I think things should have a, a a solid game. We'll see Stefan Diggs should have a solid game. Derrick Henry running the ball. Bills defense is very stout. Um, but we'll we'll see how that goes. But I'm I'm playing Derrick Henry with confidence. He should have a good game. You know. Uh, Titans defense. When it comes to well, they don't they haven't played that many games, but Bills defense when it comes to the rush, they are eighth ranked against the rush. So they're good defense against the rush. Um, these passing defenses, um, Bills defense is twenty eighth ranked against the pass. So Titans should have should be able to throw the ball and get some points throughout the air. Um, same thing on the other hand, we're looking at the twenty third ranked defense of the Titans for passing. So, like I said, Stefan Diggs should get some some points. Um, currently, right now, the Titans def- rush defense is uh, 31st. But that's skewed, right? Because they haven't played that many games. So, And they're a good defense. So, we'll see. If, if, if they're really the 31st ranked defense, Josh Allen should have no problem running on them when he needs to scramble. We'll see how, how much rush yards Devin Singletary can get. Um, but I'm excited for this game. It's another game to watch. It's Tuesday. What are you, gonna be, what are you guys doing on Tuesday anyways? <laughs> uh, at least there's more football, you know, and then it's, the only difference now is there's no Thursday. You got to wait till Sunday. So it's, the week's going to feel a little bit longer. Uh, but, hey, it's Tuesday football. All right, guys, it's, I'm going to be signing out. Enjoy Tuesday football. <laughs> what we're not used to. See you guys back on Friday. Actually, Saturday. We'll be back on Saturday. Get you ready for Sunday, week six. Uh, we'll be getting you all the news for Saturday. Get you ready. Start sits. All the good stuff that we like to do on Saturday. All right. This is Lance Dyer, Game Time Sports. Before I go, I'm just going to give you all the handles. Uh, you know where to find us on social media at GT Sports FF. You know where to find me, GT Sports FF underscore LD, and our good, great host that carries the show, my buddy Travis Frazier. You know where to find them, TMF underscore XI. We'll both be back for Saturday. See you guys then. Enjoy. Take care. <laughs>